Welcome to TBT, a movie podcast where we relive our childhoods through movies. I'm Olivia. And I'm Miranda, and I just yawned while you were doing that, and I was really scared. You totally that- did. That was, like, so <laughs> rude. I'm like, I thought you were going to say something, and then I just, like, shoved through it, and I'm like, no, she's yawning. How sweet. <laughs> but no, I was, like, I was really afraid that, like, you would get to the part where I have I- to say my name, and I would still be yawning. So like I'm like all peppy and, and you're just like yawn away. <laughs> also, I'm two hours ahead of you. What the hell? I'm sorry. Okay, look. It's been you know, a day. It's been a week. Anyway, okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's true. I get it. In- I get it. I get it. Instead of the roast of Miranda today, um, we're actually gonna be talking about the movie <laughs> 13 going on 30. <sighs> and it's it's from 2004. What a year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They definitely ma- wanted to make sure we knew it was from 2004, um, especially later on in, in, like, the numbers are a big thing in this movie, and I'm, I I don't love how much it dated it, but whatever. I guess that's how Honestly, comes like, on. I saw that it said class of 2004, and I was thinking of that, like, while I was watching it. As soon as I turn that movie off, like, as soon as the frame where it says, like, class of 2004, as soon as that's gone, I'm like, what year was it? Like, I had absolutely no idea. So. I feel like it felt very 2004. Like, I wouldn't have guessed to, like, more present than, um, more modern than 2004. I think, like, Mm. I get more of, like, a 2001 vibe, but, like, whatever. You know? Like, it's definitely... I thought it was old. In early 2000s. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I thought I told my mom, because I was telling her that about the that 13 going on 30 was the movie for the podcast, and um, she was saying how she didn't know what that was. And I'm like, mm, well, I watched it when I was a child, so, like, where were you? And she's like, well, I saw all the Disney movies with you. And I'm like, mm, well, I'm pretty sure 13th Going on 30 was came out in 2001. So, like, you should have been still parenting. Like, this isn't something, like, I snuck away. <laughs> but then I'm like, oh, shit, 2004. Like, not too much worse, but, like, still. Come on, Mom. Get with the times. Yeah. Hm. You were, I just you thought were, we all should what, know 11, that parenting. 12? Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was 12. Yeah, 12. Almost 13. Apparently raising myself. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Um, So the running time of this movie is an hour and 38 minutes. And I need to say, like, the pacing honestly felt slow. Like, I feel like if this movie was made now, it would be much more, like, slapstick. And, like, there would be, like, the beats would be a lot faster. Everything felt very, Mm -hmm. like, drawn out and sort of, like, sentimental in a way. I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't as funny as I remembered it being. No. I don't know if I remembered it being funny, but, like, it, it was not funny at all. Like, no. it was very, it was to, it was very sentimental. Like, I felt, like, kind of sad the whole time. Like, you know. I yeah. think also because I'm very quickly approaching on 30, unfortunately, <laughs> and I was just like, wow, my life is nowhere near as good as not that quickly. at 30. You have lots of time. Mm, okay. Whatever. You have a solid, what, yeah, four years? Yeah, four years. Four whole years. Wow. You should go back to college again. Just get another undergrad degree. (laughs) (laughs) 
Don't tempt me. <laughs> okay. Um, so the director of this movie is Gary Winnick, and his known fours are Tadpole, which he produced in 2000, The Tick Code from 1998, Charlotte's Web from 2006, and Letters to Juliet from 2010. I don't... What even was Charlotte's Web in 2006? Like, I loved the old, old was, Charlotte's Web. I don't know what this 2006 was nonsense animated. was. I think it was, like partially animated maybe i, I feel like know. it's like I know there was like a computer newer animated i think you might be thinking of babe no 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 okay. babe is like full-on people yeah and is charlotte's like web from 2006 no charlotte's web from 2006 is is people too this has dakota fanning oh, and julia roberts and oprah and steve buscemi and robert redford apparently wow wow what a cat star studded I know, mm. truly. Oprah? Are you kidding That's me? Expensive. Oprah playing Gussie the Goose? Goals. Jeez. Um, <laughs> and letters to I think Juliet. I have also. a theory awesome. that Oprah just like, Oprah will pretty much, everybody's like, oh, Oprah is acting. And it's like, I honestly think Oprah just really wants to act. So she'll take pretty much any role. But people are like, get really excited when she's in a movie. And it's like, she isn't an actor. And she always plays these like random weird roles. And it's like, Oprah's just fulfilling her own dreams, not, like, that she's actually a great actor, but people just want to see her. Yeah. So, the cast they, like, assume for this movie, that she's going to be good. I'm, like, I'm looking at, like, the full cast for this movie. It's, like, even more insane. Like, Kathy Bates, John Cleese, Reba. Are you kidding me? But also, me? it's an it's a animated movie, so, like, they don't have to pay these people hardly anything, you know? Yeah. Leslie Mann. Oh, my God. But, like, up, they, were, they were just, like... Bitsy the cow and like, I don't know other people. That is crazy. Well, that's how I feel when I see these um the Smallfoot previews. It's like Zac Efron, Zendaya. There's like a bunch of huge people in it. Um, other than just those two. Um, I think like uh. Well, yeah, and we know that Zac Efron will do anything with Zendaya because he's in love with her. But but there was like. There's a bunch of, like, maybe Rashida Jones, like, some pretty big, like, everybody who's in it is really big. And I'm just like, wow. I mean, animated movies have, like, so much more clout. And I feel like celebrity, like, actors, like, really enjoy doing them. Yeah, especially if, like, they have kids. I feel like they love doing animated movies. So who is this movie starring, Olivia? Um, This movie stars Jennifer Garner as Jenna Rink. So Jennifer Garner's known for us are Alias from 2001 to 2006, 13 Going on 30, Daredevil from 2003, and Juno from 2007. So in 2002, she won the Golden Globe for Best Performance by an Actress in a TV Series Drama for Alias. I, like, forgot that she got her start doing alias which is she was more of a like a a drama actress and like a um what do you call it like a um oh like an action person okay but she's she's um also been married twice both of whom she met on movie sets she was married to scott foley from 2000 to 2004 they met on the set of felicity and though they have filed for divorce she is currently still married to ben affleck since 2005 and they met on the set of pearl harbor in 2001 but would not actually get together in a relationship until he and j-lo's relationship ended yeah so okay 
first of all, like, I definitely completely forgot that she was in Juno, and I had to, like, rack my brain for who she was in Juno. Who does she play in Juno? She was the mom who adopted the baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So I had to, like, completely, like, rack my brain, because I'm like, there's no way she was, like, Ellen Page's mom. I don't know. I feel like Juno was really, like, we we should watch Juno. I feel like Juno was really, like, shaped a time. You know what I mean? I definitely was not a child when I watched you now. I feel no, like Juno's me neither. But one. but still. Um I feel like I don't know, like that was just such a two thousand seven was like a really like watershed moment for teen pregnancy in a way. I don't know. Um anyway, <laughs> back to Jennifer Garner. Um I say this with a lot of shame. Like, I genuinely, like, don't know who Jennifer Garner is. Like, I'm constantly getting her confused with Julia Roberts and, like, the other one that she looks a lot like. Like, I I just, like, truly, I don't know who Jennifer Garner is. And, like, while I was typing this up, I also forgot what Julia Roberts' name was. So I'm just, like, the worst, and I know that, but I'm probably not going to change. And I know that also, so... I feel like Jennifer Garner is kind of not boring, but she's very like, she's she's very vanilla. I uh, you general. might call I feel her like milk toast. Melba toast. Um. Oh, milk toast is the actual word, but it's fine. Melba toast is just as boring. Um, but she, like, how weird would it be if you're Ben Affleck and you go from dating J Lo? To Jennifer yeah, that, Garner. That genuinely, that seems like such a weird match. Such a 180. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand that, but you do you, I guess, until you yeah. don't do you anymore. Um, exactly. So, I choose to accept it because I have to. Yeah, there's literally nothing you can do. Um, and then also in this movie is Mark Ruffalo. He plays uh, old Matt Flamhalf, not young Matt Flamhalf. That would be really <laughs> impressive. Um, and his known fours are The Avengers from 2012, didn't see it. Spotlight from 2015, didn't see it. Fox, so Foxcatcher from 2014, didn't see it. And The Kids Are Alright from 2010, didn't see it. Oh my god. Okay, of all of those, I highly recommend Spotlight. It's so good. No, Spotlight is like, I meant to see it, but 2015 is like one year before I like started actually watching the movies that like got nominated for Oscars. So... It, it passed it's, me by. It's honestly better than, like, it's it's a good watch not for that reason. You know, like, it's I like wouldn't, Rachel I McAdams, didn't watch it. Right? Yes, yes, it's okay. it's really good. It's just an all-around good movie. Okay, I'll, I'll add it to my, to my queue. I'll add it to my list. Um, definitely. And so Mark Ruffalo is a three-time Oscar nominee, which is cool for him. Um, and they're all for Best Supporting Actor. And that was for Spotlight, Foxcatcher, and The Kids Are Alright, which is, I don't know. Like, I feel like in this, he wasn't, like, that good. I don't know. Maybe I'm okay, wrong. Okay, this is a different kind of movie. Like, this isn't, like, <laughs> quite the same uh, role as as some of these other movies. Yeah. I, I don't okay. know. I really like Mark Ruffalo. I'm, like, weirdly attracted to Mark Ruffalo, but um, mm. that's That doesn't that's shock me. me. That's, like, one of I, the least I know surprising things I've ever heard. Of it doesn't. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's, I, I think, I like, it's, like, a weird, a weirdly attractive. I don't know why. I think he, he seems, like, intellectual, which I enjoy. 
Okay. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like I just, I'm not, like, ever thinking of Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like I he's think just he's so outside of my... too. Yeah, I don't know. I, he just I like his, so like, boring. dry humor. See, and, like, I think where you see he's boring, I see as, like, dry wit. And, like, okay, maybe well. I'm fabricating it or, you know, whatever. I like him. He's not, like, he's no, like, uh, Chris Pratt, but, like, he's, he's No, cute. but who can Or, like, be? a John you know Krasinski. I mean? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just no one also... can be John Krasinski or Chris Pratt, realistically. No. Um, I'm also, like, not an Avengers person. I just, like, don't like a superhero movie ever. Um, so, I, I don't know. He's just, like, really not... Good. He's it's not the best of the superhero movies in my world. I watched Black Panther and I watched Wonder Woman. It's like those are the ones that I'll did do. You... Recently? Yeah. Oh, did you like them? Yeah, I mean they were fine. Wonder Woman was kind of weird because it was like I'm trying to defeat this Nazi and like if I do, it'll defeat all evil. And I'm like, uh, we know how this ends. <laughs> like, yeah, it it just pops back up. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. History repeats itself, darling. Doesn't really work. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Really quickly, like, while I'm thinking about it, last episode, did you have, like, a fan running or something, like, different than normal? No. I put my mm-hmm. fan on, my ceiling fan on low, but, um. Because I, I noticed be... some kind of, like, humming or something in the background but I also that maybe that was just because you didn't send it as a wave and I think the quality was worse so I think you do need to send it as a wave file okay that's okay. fine anyway just wanted to get that out of the way so I didn't forget okay that's fine okay um who else is in this movie also in this movie is Judy Greer who plays uh Lucy Wyman her known fours are 13 Going on 30, Ant-Man from 2015, Jurassic World from 2015, 27 Dresses from 2008. So she has 129 acting credits, which is quite a few, and she's originally from Detroit, which, like, I would never have guessed for her. No, she doesn't read Detroit to me. She reads, like, Connecticut to me. Um, yeah, I was thinking, like, um, I was thinking... Uh, Boca Raton, Florida. You know, like, I'm, like, definitely, like, a rich, yeah. rich white person area, so. Yeah. Maybe that's just, like, her character. I don't know. But, so, this entire known for section for me is, I feel like me being, like, yeah, I know the name, but, like, I don't really know who these people are. That is especially true for Judy Greer. I had, like, heard this name a million times, had no idea who Judy Greer was, And, like, this is just me dragging myself the whole time. Because, like, I just, I don't know anything. I don't know who anyone is. I feel like Judy Greer gets booked when Leslie Mann turns down the role. Or, um, or, like, Emily Blunt. When Emily Blunt and Leslie Mann turn a role down, Judy Greer gets it. I feel like Emily Blunt is just in a completely, like, that's a different sphere. You know what I mean? I think now she is. Like, now she is. But, like, in the Devil Wears Prada era, I think, like, if if Emily Blunt hadn't taken that role, Judy Greer would have, like, gotten something close. You know, like, they would have pitched it to her kind of thing. Skinny white blonde lady. Yes. Who, Who knew that there were so few of those? Um, so also, True. also in this movie is Andy Serkis, 
who plays Richard Neeland. Um, and his known fours are War for the Planet of the Apes from 2017, Rise of the Planet of the Apes from 2011. Didn't realize there was... Oh, okay. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes 2014. I was going to say I didn't realize there was so much time in between those. And then I was like, oh, okay, that's because there was another one in between. And then he was also... His known fours also include Lord of the Rings Return of the King from 2003. Oh, my God. Um... So he plays Caesar, the ape in Planet of the Apes movies, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, I was it. like, who the hell does he play in, like, when I'm looking at this known force, I'm like, who the hell does he play? Because I've seen a couple of the Planet of the Apes movies, I'm like, who the hell is, yeah, I don't think Isn't he's like in Malfoy them. Malfoy like, in those, or no? What? Malfoy, is he in those? I don't think so. Oh, you're not a Harry oh, Potter not. person, never mind. Yes, I am. Oh, I thought you weren't. I thought you'd, like... Have you, you've at least, like, not read the books, right? No, I've read the books. Why am I thinking that, like, you haven't, like, seen the movies or read... Okay, never mind, never mind. Sorry. No, I, I'm just full. Um, okay. But he... But, like, when I was... I was like, who the hell does he play? Like, I very... I know, like, the... Like, I, I very, like... I watch these movies, like, not paying close attention. And it was like, oh, he's Caesar. I'm like... That's the ape. Like, he plays the all totally ape. stabs Caesar. That's but cool. it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's crazy that, like, like, someone oh, plays so the ape. Like, yeah. I'm like, because I guess he kind of does. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even want to go into it. But, yeah, I thought that was, like, kind of crazy. I'm like, oh, wait. He plays the ape. That's different. So he's from this area in London that, like, TBH I can't pronounce and I've never heard of. It's so far outside of London, it shouldn't even count. Um, oh my god, it's so far. It's, like, past Wembley. Are you kidding me? Um, but yeah, I'm not gonna say it because I, I just can't pronounce it. But I, Andy Circus is, like, another name that I've heard a million times, but, like, had absolutely no idea that it was this man. I enjoy that his last name is spelt S-E-R-K-I-S, and it's pronounced circus. That yeah, no, I, I would have never thought that circus was S-E-R. Like, I, I would have never. Yeah. Anyway, I just. That's yeah. perfect. It works. <laughs> He's also in Black Panther. He's in a lot of stuff now that I see it, and I, like, remember him now from Black Panther, but, like, I didn't remember him. Like, while I was watching this, he looks very different. Yeah. He has a look. <laughs> it's a look. Um, so we also get appearances in this from Brie Larson, Ashley Benson, and this girl who looks a lot like Liz Gillies, but I didn't think was actually Liz Gillies. And then I looked it up, and the girl who looks like Liz Gillies is actually named Brittany Curran, and she was in... Curran? I don't know. Um, she was in Sweet Life, Jerk and Josh, Legally Blondes, the, the sequel to Legally Blondes with those two twins from the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Remember it? Yeah, you do. Oh, yeah. Um, and then she was also in Twisted, which is probably why I was thinking of Liz Gillies, because the, one of the stars of Twisted was the guy who Liz Gillies dated in Victorious. Twisted was an ABC Family show back when it was ABC Family, where there was, like, a weird murder and, like... Avon Jogia. Do you know who I'm talking about? Like, I don't think I'm saying have, his name correctly. These are, like, not words that are registering <laughs> in my vernacular. I, like, you're not speaking English right now, so... Google, Google Twisted ABC Family and, like, just look at the poster and tell me that you don't remember it. 
please. Um, And, yeah, Ivan Jogiev, the guy from Victorious. Like, what are you saying? Ivan Jogiev. Like, what? what, That's not a word. You're not speaking English. I swear that's his name. Avon Jogia. I have never seen this looks like Twilight era. Like all this like art all these images like have like a Twilight preset on them. No, I I 100% feel that. Yeah, it's from oh, 2013, um, 2014, first... like one season. Yeah, the first thing that comes up is ABC Family's Twisted canceled after one season. Hmm, probably Incredible. why I don't remember it. <laughs> anyway, cool. she was in it. That's probably why I thought she was Liz Gillies, but yeah, Brie Larson probably. and Ashley Benson are like good good gets in good spots from this but like no they're not in good spots you make it act like i did them like such a disservice by not mentioning them they are in this movie for maybe 10 seconds and ashley benson does not have a line so like no no, but like i'm not talking about her and like we gotta talk about it no i'm that's fine no i don't have to talk about her because i am so (sighs) okay and then we also have Renee Olstead, who was in maybe the worst show ever, The Secret Life of the American Teenager. She plays, like, the 13-year-old that lives in Jenna's building. And she's, like, the red-headed nerdy girl from Sweet- Secret Life of the American Teenager. I always want to see the- say The Sweet Life of the American Teenager. Um, but that's another <laughs> TBT. So worst show ever. Um, mainly because it stars Shailene Woodley, who I hate. So... Wow. TBH, I, like, Shailene Woodley, not the worst part of that show. Like, and I will stand by that. I don't know. Like, I think Shailene Woodley is pretty much the worst part of everything Shailene Woodley's in. Like, that's I, so rude. Ugh. Okay. Is okay. it? Or is it true? Um, How much money did this movie make at the box office? And what was the budget? Well, it had a $37 million budget, which seems, like, pretty small. But, okay. Um, but I guess they, like, had, like, one set pretty much the entire time, so. Um, the city of New York played a character in the movie. Um. Did it? So, they, the movie made $21 million on its wide release U.S. opening weekend, and its U.S. gross earnings were $57 million, so it made $20 million more than it was budgeted, and its worldwide gross earnings were $96.5 million, which I feel like is, like, pretty decent for a rom-com. Yeah. But, like, maybe not in 2004, but I feel like if a rom-com that was released today, since, like, that's not a thing anymore that goes to movie theater, that's, like, released in theaters, yeah. for a rom-com to make $96 million would be fantastic. Yeah, I don't know, but I feel like 2004 was definitely, like, peak yeah, romantic comedy true. time. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Um, let's, let's move on to the trivia. I feel like I just have nothing to say about the budget. I'm like, yeah, sounds right. Thanks. <laughs> I was also, I was looking up um, how much A Star is Born made this weekend, because I was just, you know, curious. How did it do? Um, it did pretty well. It got uh, 41.2 million over the weekend, which is pretty good. Hmm. It's more yes, than... I thought it was going to do, but... Yeah, but it's like more than 13 going on 30. Twice as much. Take well, that, yeah, but... Julia. What's her name? Jennifer? Not... <laughs> Jenna. Jenna? No, Jennifer. Jennifer Garner. 
Oh, okay. Well, in the show, in the <laughs> oh, movie, her name God. is Jenna. Literally, already getting her confused with Julia Roberts. Cool. That makes me so sad for you. I, I'm not sad. So, um, okay. First trivia point is that Mark Ruffalo's first scene that he filmed was the Michael Jackson thriller dance sequence at the party that they went to, and apparently he was terrified of doing it. But Jennifer Garner's enthusiasm was very infectious. Are you sure it wasn't Julia Roberts's enthusiasm? I don't know. Honestly, um, I can totally see this. Like, I feel like she's like that mom who's like. At the soccer games, like I have orange slices for everyone. Let's go! Like she's like that chick, so it's like I a hundred percent is like oh she's definitely like the one who's getting hyped up for the wedding rehearse, like the wedding reception dance at some party. Truer words have never been spoken. And also, um, in this fun fact point is that Andy Circus had to rehearse his scenes separately from everyone else because he was in London at the time. I don't I mean, he was like rehearsing the scene separately. He didn't actually film it separately, so like whatever. But he like imagined like him alone, like in a dance studio. Yeah, like his his like he doesn't appear to be like he doesn't look like much of a dancer, so like it would be so Me neither. To, like, I get it. Like, but, like, if you, like, walked in on him doing, like, the thriller dance in in a dance studio in London, I'd be like, what the hell? Yeah. It'd be interesting, but. Yeah. Hmm. So, in Australia, the title of the movie was changed to Suddenly 30 because distributors thought audiences would misunderstand the original title. So, apparently, marketing people think Australians are stupid. (laughs) I don't know, but, like, does that mean something else? Like, does going on mean, like, hitting on? Like, this is a completely different movie if it's, like, 13 hitting on 30. You know what I mean? No, because I, because the, I think the um, the colloquial terminology, like, oh, she's 10 going on 40, like, is definitely something that has been around much longer than since 2004. Like, you know, people say, oh, she's 16 going on 40 or 30 or whatever. I think that's definitely... It's a take on that. So. Yeah. I don't think Australians so. Australians. Maybe that's just not a it. phrase that they say in Australia. Maybe not. If you're listening from Australia, let us know. Email yeah, us at tvtamp at gmail.com. Yeah. Or just DM us on Twitter. On, uh, not Twitter. Or Twitter. Yeah, we have a Twitter. You could also DM us on Twitter. There's just nothing yeah, there. Yeah. But. Yeah. Realistically, it'd be best. It would definitely be seen very quickly on, on Instagram. It would. The notifications come directly to my phone, but so do the emails. So, you know. Um, yeah. Also, another fun fact is that Sean Marquette, who played young Matt, so he's like young Mark Ruffalo. He's not Noah Sendeo, I will tell you that. Um, he wore a <laughs> fat suit for the That's film so because, God forbid, they hire an actual fat kid. But, like, he wasn't even that fat. Like, I remembered him when I was watching the movie today um i'm like i remembered him being like way fatter like maybe i didn't like, feel like he was fat in the movie <laughs> maybe like our barometer for like fatness has just like gone down like, do you know what i it's mean it's not like fat suit fat you know like i'm no. like there's no way this kid is wearing a fucking fat suit you know like there, i don't know his clothes fit kind of weird though like it was like puffy around the neck i'm like that's that's what's, different what's that movie but, with like ryan reynolds in a fat suit Oh, um... Is it Shallow Hell or is that something else? No, Just Friends. It's Just Just Friends. Just Friends? Really? Mm-hmm. What is Shallow Hell? $10 on it. That's another, like, fat movie. It's... 
Oh yeah, I think that that seems right. Ding ding ding! Olivia's so smart. Olivia's well, so, so smart. I'm so glad I didn't ooh, ooh, ooh. bet you anything. Um, yeah. What's next? <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so. The blindfold Jenna is wearing when she is 13 is made out of the same material and pattern as the eye cover she is wearing when she wakes up when she is 30. Cool. I didn't notice that. That's like a cute through line, I guess. Well, and she keeps wearing that stupid, um, she wears that eye mask for like the whole day. Of like when she when she finds out she's thirty, she literally like wears it to work. I'm like, you know, it wouldn't be so obvious that you were wearing lingerie at work if you took your fucking eye mask off. But I digress. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. Um, also, this was Jennifer Garner's first starring role in a movie, which is cool. So she was just doing Alias before, and this was like the first movie. Yeah, she was like a TV star. Wow, how nice. Must be yeah, it must be rough. Also, as Miranda already pointed out, Brie Larson can be seen as one of the six chicks in the scenes at school and Jenna's party, and also has a line in one of the first scenes, unlike Ashley Benson. Uh, okay, later whatever. in the movie, you can see... Let you, Ashley you Benson do her commercials for dog vitamins in peace, okay? And later in the movie, you can see in a yearbook that she is no longer part of the group and has been replaced by Jenna as a teen. Boom. Sorry, Jenna. Or, sorry, Brie Larson. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it's crazy that, like, Brie Larson's name is spelled, like, the cheese. <laughs> yeah, that must be rough Like every time, that. I, every time I typed Brie Larson, I'm like, is this right? Yeah, that, that would is. suck. I would, like, change it if I got famous. Like, what if your name was Gouda? <laughs> or, like, Feta. Or, oh, yeah, God, Feta. that'd be rough. Wow. Feta'd be kind There's of a cute name for fridge. a dog, though. Have you Feta Feta? Get it? Yeah, Feta would be cute if you had, like, a white dog, like a Westie or something like that. That'd be really cute. Adorable. Like Coconut from the American Girl Dolls. Um, yes, but then you could get, like, a Scotty, too, and you could have, like, Feta and, like, I don't know, like, Pepper or something yeah. like that. You know. get a blue French Bulldog. You name him Blue after Blue Cheese. Um, okay, so... <laughs> let's just let's stop and then you get a tabby cat named cheddar okay um so jenna turns 30 years old 13 minutes into the movie which i think is adorable i don't know if they planned that but i think it's cute i'm sure they did but maybe i don't know i thought it was cute it's like very uh, yeah it's adorable hey olivia those pet jokes that we made were really cheesy Oh my god. <laughs> Just like me. Great. Um Just like my Instagram and Twitter handle at Mac is cheesy. That's M A C K is cheesy. <laughs> it's funny because we actually are at the point in the show where we go. I know. Our I was like trying to make a nice segue. I know. So my Instagram and Twitter is at Miranda Johnson, M A R A N D A J H N Z O N. And then also um you can go to tbtamp.com for everything you need to know about the show and from there you can find a link to our Redbubble store where you can buy things to, like, support our show, which is so nice. And Charity Starts at Home, and the show is, it's your home now. Like, sorry, you live here. Um, and while you're listening, you live here for at least, like, an hour and a half a week. Um, so while you're listening to this podcast, scroll to the bottom of your Apple Podcast app and select five stars, which is, like, the easiest thing you will ever do. And if you truly love us, 
you can go the extra mile and leave us a review. But like a rating is just as good. And once again, I say this every week, forgot to look. Oh yeah, I did too. Okay, so I'm gonna look. Um, you can keep talking. Yeah. Also, be sure to mention our podcast and talk about it to anybody you know. It would be great. And word of mouth truly is the best way to grow our numbers. And that is something that's very important. So please, please, please yeah, spread speaking- the word of TBT AMP like you would Jesus Christ or like you would wishing dust all over all of your problems. Where can I buy that, uh-huh. by the way? Like, I need that. Yeah, me too. Seriously, the good stuff. Um, also, make sure to follow us on Instagram at tbtamp. You can slide into our DMs or just email us at tbtamp at gmail.com. Wow, amazing. What a what a great plug section. Um, we didn't get any new reviews on iTunes, no. um, which is sad. So... We're trying to grow this thing, and if you like it, please, please review us on iTunes. I beg of you. And once again, please tell a friend, because that actually really helps us. You might be like, eh, whatever, but, like, do it. It's fine. Yeah, agreed. Okay. Ditto. Cool. So, do you want to start, or should I? No, you can start. I feel like I always start. Okay. Oh, my God. Wow, this is amazing. Yeah, Um, you know. I'm so exciting. I'm so exciting. Wow. What? <laughs> this okay. is your big moment in your... <laughs> I'm really messing doing it up. You're doing a great job. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay. So the date is May 26th, 1987. And we are introduced to Jenna Rink, a bit of a gawky girl. And she bribes the popular clique of girls in her school which is Lucy Tom Tom Wyman and the six chicks. Yes, her nickname is Tom Tom. I don't know why. Um, and she bribes them to come to her 13th birthday party by doing a group project for them, which is so much work. Um, and before the party, Jenna's best friend, Matt Flamhoff, a.k.a. young Mark Ruffalo, brings his homemade birthday gift for Jenna, a del- a dream. Why did I almost read delicious? A dream dollhouse customized just for her and sprinkles glitter magic wishing dust on the roof so they can like make a birthday wish. Duh. Um, and the six chicks arrive to the party with Jenna's crush and they suggest that Jenna play seven minutes in heaven and they blindfold Jenna, tell her to wait in the closet. And then they just like leave the party with the boys, the food, the finished homework goals. Um, and then Matt returns to find Jenna alone in the closet because he left because she was being mean to him. But, like, he comes back, sees that she's in the closet. She freaks out and um, locks herself in the closet and then wishes, wishes that she could be 30 years old. And she, like, bangs her head against the wall or something dumb like that. I don't know. Um, and passes yeah, so... out. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. And, yeah, then it just, like, fades to black and she wakes up the next day. So that's weird. Um, obviously, the movie writers were well before their time with the nickname Tom Tom, which, like, I don't feel like we ever got an explanation for why the hell Lucy's nickname was Tom Tom. Um, but Lisa Vanderpump obviously stole the bar name from Lucy and the Six Chicks, not from Tom and Tom from Vanderpump Rules. So, yeah. setters. Just, if you want to make this a little more entertaining, anytime Lucy does anything, picture Schwartz and Sandoval, like, standing on top of each other, like, wearing a trench coat, maybe, so they're one person. It's totally weird to, like, 
hear them say Tom Tom though, because like all I think of is Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval. So I'm like, yeah, like it kind of is a cute nickname if it like made sense at all. But yeah, or if we got like so. any reason for why this was the nickname. Yeah, like, but what a random name. Her name is Lucy Wyman. Where does Tom Tom come from? I I don't know. But I will I'm say, so if the last few weeks have taught me anything, it's that teens in the eighties were way too extra with nicknames. Where does where where does that come from? Oh, that you know comes from Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, okay. And all of okay, his crazy friend nicknames. I was gonna say, I'm like, what? I I I feel like I should know the reference. Okay, that makes more no, sense. No, you should. <laughs> You're right. You yeah, should. yeah. I'm like, wait, what are you, what are you talking about? Okay. Also, so um, Jenna is like referencing these magazines, and she's like, oh, the you know like. These model, this model is 30 and obviously like 30 year olds haven't made, like it's such a weird, like it doesn't totally like make sense why she like wants to be 30. She sees this like magazine that's like about being 30 and 30 is great, which yeah. is so not true. Also, since when are models 30? Like I, I feel like the average age for a model is about 16, not well, it anywhere wasn't- close to 30. It wasn't her thinking, like, oh, I want to be the same age as the models. It was her thinking, like, oh, I want to be 30 because the girl in this specific article, this one article out of the entire magazine is 30 and, like, having a great time. Flirty and, and thriving, if you will. So, obviously, we, we do find out in this movie that she, like, skips, essentially, what, um, 17 years of her life. And, like, she never Too gets much. that back. And those are, like, the best years, you know? Like, your early 20s and, like, college and stuff. Like, like those are great years. No. I can't... Like, I would never want to skip those. She does. She gets those back. Does she? Because, like, yeah. when she comes back... No, when know. she comes back at the end, she gets... She lives that whole time. And, like, she's dating Matt oh, the whole time. Were, like, and then they get married traveling. and goes to college, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. They, they do time travel nothing. again. It was like, it was time travel twice. It was the time travel the first time when she went back, and then the second time when she went back to the past. I choose to believe differently. Okay. Well, you're wrong, so. Um, okay. <laughs> um, there's definitely, so what Tom Tom, aka Lucy, what she was doing was, like, putting her in the closet, and then I think she was, like, planning on having Matt return and like make out with her and like embarrassing her or whatever and like that's 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 a consent issue like that's not okay yeah and like thank god he's a nice enough person that like he's like wait you don't know that it's me which like yeah. ob- obviously he doesn't when she, but okay when she says she the doesn't. other guy's name then he's like oh but like I don't know he's very gullible but yeah. I guess, aren't we all? Um, I have a quick question for you. Okay. That's brought on by the recent revelation that you didn't know that she actually, like, didn't go back into the future. Did you watch the last 40 minutes of this movie like you said you did? Yeah. No, actually, like, the original Wikipedia one, like, uh, the original uh, Wikipedia um, plot synopsis, like, in it like definitely implies that she time travels again. No. I I'm think they just do like a time it. jump. She doesn't like wish again to be 30. Like she just lives the rest of her days. I'll look into it. 
Um, but yeah, so, and then there's also, like, a lot of parallels in the wish mechanic, I felt like, between this and Life Size. Like, in Life Size, she, like, did the incantation and stuff. But it was really similar, like, the way that they made the wish and then, like, a mistake happens and, like, they're not happy with it. And they sort of go to sleep and, like, wake up in the new world. I pretty much will not be happy with anything that has to do with a life-size reference, so... Okay. Cool. Moving forward. Okay. Move forward. <laughs> okay. Um, sorry, I scrolled down too far. The next morning, Jenna wakes up in a beautiful apartment on Fifth Avenue in New York City as her 30-year-old self in 2004. She freaks out at the super hot dude living in her living in her apartment with her with her, runs downstairs, and hops into a town car headed for her job at Poise Magazine with Lucy, her now best friend and co-editor. At her first meeting, Jenna finds out that Poise has had their stories and layouts stolen by rival magazine Sparkle for the last seven months, presumably by someone inside Poise tipping them off. Were you going to say something? I was going to say I looked up the Wikipedia page for the 13 going on 30 and I think I see where your confusion lies so this okay it says they run upstairs together bumping into Tom Tom on the way Jenna rips up the homework in Tom Tom's hands and Jenna and Matt run out of the house emerging presumably in around 2004 again only with Jenna having this time traveled the intervening 17 years normally so it's like they lived their life and we're just picking up okay. with them again, which is how I read it. Yeah, it's just like, it's just kind That's, of a weird, it is it's weird. a weird way to finish the movie. It's an also, odd way to finish the movie. It's a weird way to like write that sentence. Yeah, whoever wrote that for Wikipedia. <laughs> not good. Because I was like, okay, I always just kind of assumed that they like lived their lives. But like once I read that, I'm like, really? Is that like what it's supposed? I don't know. Oh my God. I also 100% didn't recognize that Jim Gaffigan was Chris Grandy. Yeah, he's the cab driver at the end. I, I did not recognize him, which I think yeah, is a good yeah, sign yeah. for him. Yeah, he's in for like 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, still very confused, Jenna has her secretary find Matt's address and shows up at his apartment in Greenwich Village where he inform uh, where he informs her that they haven't been friends since high school because Jenna joined the Six Chicks and turned into everything that Matt hates in a human. He she invites him to a random party that she has no idea of the location or the purpose of that she will be attending later that evening and he leaves her apartment bewildered. He's very confused. But like he also thinks that she's legitimately like losing it, so like he doesn't want to leave her alone, but <laughs> he like doesn't really want to hang out with her, so it's it's very awkward. I feel like he feels like um a mandated reporter in this situation. Like he he yeah. can't leave, but like, like he doesn't want to be there. Does she need to be 5150 or not? Exactly. Like he's like I can't and then she, like, will say something. Like, when she was outside the apartment, she's like, who's St. Bart? And he's like, shit, really? You had to go and say that? Like, I, I was trying to leave, and, like, now you say crazy stuff, so now I can't. It's, like, it's very awkward. I feel bad for him in this moment, because, like, w- like, she just comes barging into his life, and, like, nobody wants that. Nobody has time for that kind of, like, stuff. No, he's planning a wedding. Loved- he doesn't have time. 
Yeah, like, he's, like, trying to live his life, and she's just, like, comes in and explodes, you know, like a wrecking ball, and just, like, tears everything apart. Also, like, it probably took him a really long time to get over that. Yeah, obviously. Well, obviously, he still wasn't over it, because, like... okay, fair. um, I do love the iconic line where Lucy is trying to pump up Jenna for her job, and she makes her say, I'm Jenna Brink, big time magazine editor, and I'm a tough bitch. I love that. But, like, it's really funny that Jenna just doesn't want to say bitch. Like, that yeah. was kind of funny. I'm a, I'm a tough... <laughs> Biatch. Yeah. It's like what the they ended word. up saying. Um, and Jenna Brink is honestly, like, killing it, living the dream. And I want to know, like, what do you think this movie is like if she's still, like, living at home and single? Like, how how is this movie different? Because I feel like nothing happens. What do you... Wait, what do you mean? Like, if, if Jenna wakes up and she's, like, in her 30-year-old body, but she's still, like, living at home and doesn't have a boyfriend or whatever, I feel like then there's... Then, like, Jenna just stays 30 and, like, doesn't... Like, she's just emotionally a oh, lot younger no and, like, to, like nothing happens. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be, like, the magic lies in the dollhouse, though. So she'd have to find the dollhouse. Yeah, but I feel like she wouldn't. No. Yeah. No. But, I mean... Yeah. I also... I don't understand. So, did she become a seventh member of the Six Chicks, or did she replace Brie Larson? Because they show a photo... She replaced Brie Larson. Okay. Like, they show a photo, and Brie Larson is not there. But, also in these notes, I think you call her a seven chick. Or maybe you got rid of that. At one point it did. It said seven. No, I no, that was the Wikipedia one. I got rid of that. Oh, okay, okay. Wikipedia's wrong, but we've established that. So that's why you're listening yeah. to this podcast and not just I really just used it as the Wikipedia. base and then I saw that you were adding notes. I was like, Oh shit, I hope she doesn't think I wrote this. Oh, I did. There are parts that are like eloquently written and then there are parts that are just like Garbage. Not right. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So Jenna arrives at the party via limo. Which is very 2004, I must say. The most. And she proceeds to get drunk on non-virgin pina coladas. And I think it's funny that she, like, specifies. Um, And the party seems to be a bit of a dud. So Jenna asks the DJ to play Michael Jackson's Thriller. And she leads the entire room in the music video dance with the help of Matt, who randomly shows up. The next day, Jenna continues to relish in her new life. She meets up with Lucy for drinks. She finds out that her boyfriend is a New York Ranger... And once again, she runs into Matt, this time with his fiance. So after the couples chat briefly and very awkwardly, Jenna's boyfriend brings her back to his apartment and attempts to seduce her, which does not go well, considering that she's like a 13 year old. And also it's like a little creepy if like, I mean, obviously yeah. like he doesn't think that it's a 13 year old, like he thinks it's a 30 year old because it is, but like, it's a little weird that like, it's her brain as a 13 year old and like, he doesn't get the picture that like she wants him to stop doing this that's a little yeah which like would be kind of weird because you've been with this person for forever and like this is not how, I don't know yeah like it would be awkward but he like doesn't seem to pick up on those cues whatsoever no He's he seems dumb, dumb, dumb as so. a box of bricks what dumb as a box yeah. of nails box of rocks <laughs> box of rocks sure I don't I don't know what the phrase is um yeah, he's definitely a dum-dum. Um, also, the dress that Jenna wears to this party is so, 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 so ugly. Like, it, it is so ugly. It ain't um, good. I, I, 
can't even look at it. I was just like, oh, God, I hate this. I hate it. I hate it. Ugh. And, like, the accessories and the makeup are just awful. It's too much. It's very, it's, it's a lot. Um, Also, when we are 30, our, like, thriller dance scene song will definitely be um, Hannah Montana's Hoedown Throwdown, which, like, I'm okay with. Or maybe we're all in this together from High School Musical. One of the two. But I know literally, like, maybe eight counts of we're all in this together. I know the entire Hoedown Throwdown. Same, same, true. So. so, but I feel like the, I feel like we're all in this together might be a bit more universal, but maybe. I feel I like it's know. actually like cha-cha slide or. Um, Ugh, I, I refuse to accept that. Now it's like the whip and but the like nae or whatever. Is a, yeah, because like the cha-cha slide is like a call dance. So like yeah. anybody can, you know, like if you're. Oh, true. You can just listen to it and figure true, out true. what it I is. I mean, so is the hoedown throwdown. <laughs> so. Yeah, but yeah, okay. I'll give you that. What was like the That's Soldier Boy one? Together. Uh, Do you remember that Soldier Boy? That Soldier Boy? Oh, yeah. That There's was definitely also a dance kind for that. Of a called one too. Yeah, I think that might also it's, kind of be like a called dance too, like a com- it's combo. It's just like interpretive, sort of. you know? Like it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Also, um, I realize that Maddie is this, like, struggling photographer, but is he really, like, that poor to, like, show up at this party of this girl who, like, he kind of doesn't seem like he likes that much for, like, free food? I feel like... Like, why did he even show up? It's weird that he shows up. Like, we haven't been friends since high school, and, like, if a high school friend... If I ran into a high school friend at, like, Target, and they invited me to a party that night, I would not go to it. Like, that's weird. Yeah, but if it was, like, your lifelong crush who, like, crushed your dreams and, like, I feel like he's like, just a little curious worse. because he's just, like, he's curious because she's crazy and he's, like, what other, like, what other train wreck is going to happen here? But also, I feel like his fiance was definitely not happy about this, like... Yeah, sure yeah. well, like, there. his fiance is so nice to, to Jenna yeah. throughout the entire movie, and she's just like, I don't understand you. Like, the whole time, she's just like, "I, where did you come from? And, like, she's trying really hard to be nice to you, and, like, you are being she's a, a bitch. Like, yeah, I'm... Anyway. So, RIP limos, like, can you imagine anything less cool than showing up to a party in a limo in 2018? Yeah, no, no, I, no. Um, maybe, like, a party bus, maybe, but, like, mm, no. Yeah, and also, like, her friendships with the 13-year-olds are so funny to me, and, like, also when she goes up to that teen in the bar or restaurant or whatever, I thought that was so funny. Because, like, yes, obviously she's, she's like, a- I was talking about this other dude, and she's like, ew, he's so old. It's like, oh, God. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like this is, like, me versus Olivia. <laughs> but, like, that little boy was so precious, too. He's like, so, do you want to go out sometime? Like, he was totally <laughs> into it. So I'm like, okay, that works, I guess. Yeah. yeah I, it was, I, I just thought that was hilarious. It was cute, I wasn't, I had forgotten about that. I wasn't expecting it. Um. Uh, Jenna begins befriending Becky, an actual 13-year-old who lives in her building. And at work, Jenna and Lucy are tasked with heading a full redesign of the failing Poise magazine. 
During the workday, Jenna begins to see who she actually is to the people around her when she finds out that she has been having an affair with one of her co-workers' husbands. And here's Lucy talking shit on her from around the corner. Upset, Jenna heads to Matt's uh, Matt's apartment after work and they go for a walk in which Jenna asks him about her transgressions that she can't remember. Which is weird. Because, like, he doesn't know. No. Um, He's like, you were a bitch in high school. (laughs) Yeah. And he's, like, shocked that she doesn't know, obviously. Like, as you would be. Yeah, I'd be like, it was your life. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. So, Jenna decides to visit her home and her parents in New Jersey and begins to right the wrongs of her past in order to become a 30-year-old version of herself a 13 that she can actually be proud of. Back in the city, Jenna throws herself into the redesign project, drawing inspiration from her high school yearbooks. She books Matt as the photographer for the layout, because it's like she's literally making a yearbook, and she brings a fun, inclusive vibe to the project. After reviewing the photos together, Jenna and Matt find their old favorite candy, Razzles, in a store and jump off swings in the park. I need to say, like, first of all, before this movie, I had literally never heard of a Razzle, and then I, like, got them specifically because of this movie. Same. Not really. Totally. <laughs> yeah, no, they're very, like, chalky. Yeah, and it's, like, it's both a candy and a gum, and I'm, like, that's because it's a terrible candy and also a terrible gum. It's, like, yeah, like, shampoo I don't need that. I can, yeah, like, I can just do one or the other. Or, like, a blow pop's fine, you know? Like, I don't need, I don't, I don't need, like, Love a, a sweet tart to be a gum, you know? No. It's just not the right combo of candy gum kind of thing. No. One or the other. Calm down. Yeah. Like, I, I don't need that. It's fine. Nobody asked for that. No. So. Maybe, like, the com- maybe like, Mr. Razzle's daughter asked for it, but, like, no one asked for it. Yeah, like that was not something <laughs> Mr. the world did. I'm sure that's who invented this. Yeah, what if it was? Uh, I found out the other day. I found out that like an individual skittle is called a lentil. What? Like that's what they call a skittle. They call it like one like a lentil. But a lentil is a vegetable. I know. That's what they call it. Where did you find that out? It's Google it. Google Skittles lentil. That is so weird. Aren't you like why? Isn't your mind why not like just call it a Skittle? I don't know. Skittles lentil. It's a thing. I refuse to call it that. I'm, come on, search Google. I'm like. I think I it Skittles was from refer to their product as a lentil. Yeah, it's from, um, I learned it from a podcast that I love called Doughboys, which strong recommend. It's really good. It's a podcast about, uh, chain restaurants. That's so weird. Hmm. Yeah. I don't like it. I will not, I will not partake. So it's it's not called a skittle. Okay, great. Next time, if we're ever, like, in the same room again, I'm gonna be like, and you have Skittles, I'm gonna be like, hey, Olivia, can I have a lentil, please? And I'll be like, you can go get that, like, fucking vegetable. <laughs> go to Whole Foods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah. Anyway, uh, 
at a slumber party in her apartment, Jenna tells her 13-year-old girlfriends about her growing feelings for Matt, and they all dance and sing to Pat Benatar's Love is a Battlefield. Love on is redesigned presentation. <laughs> that that was a great rendition. Thank you. Um, on redesigned presentation day, Lucy, Lucy, <laughs> Lucy, Lucy goes for an edgy what, are you style, okay? which <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Lucy, oh, I crack myself up. Lucy goes for an edgy style, which falls very flat with fellow editors. Jenna presents her yearbook-esque idea, complete with Matt's photos, and everyone loves it. Shocker. While looking through Jenna's desk, Lucy finds envelopes from Sparkle, proving that Jenna was the one leaking information to the competitor. Amateur. She convinces Matt that... Je- yeah. Like she convinces such- Matt that... Just take your shit home. Like, yeah, come that's on. exactly what I was about to say. Bring it home. Yeah, she's, she's a moron. Um, Lucy convinces Matt that Jenna isn't really that into him and also to sign a general release of his photos so that she can steal Jenna's redesign idea and send it to Sparkle. Just before giving her presentation to, cor- to the corporate head people the next day, Jenna finds out what Lucy has done and that Lucy is the new editor-in-chief of Sparkle. I feel like magazine editor-in-chiefs, like, shouldn't be 30. Like, I feel like you need more Yeah. Yeah. How is it that, like, Anna Wintour has been, like, the editor-in-chief of Vogue for, like, 40 years? Yeah, but, like, that's Vogue, not, like, uh, Poise. Well, like, I don't know. It's supposed to be, like, I don't know. Poise seems like Teen Vogue or, like, Glamour or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Something. They all blend together at a certain point. Um, But I feel like the concept of, like, the yearbook photography and, like, the class of, I feel like that's something I've literally seen in Teen Vogue approximately 50 times. So, I mean, it's it's not that original. Well, and she's like, I want to see my sister, my my friend, my best friend's sister. I'm like... (laughs) Who the hell is going to see... Like, it's a national magazine. Like, I don't see my best friend's sister in Seventeen. Like, that's weird. That's not... You know, like, I get the more, like, like, um, the more, like, inclusive, more normal-looking people. But, like, I don't need to see people I... It would be weird to see people you know in, like, a national magazine unless, like, something interesting happened. And also, like, if you need that, just, like, open up a yearbook. Yeah, that's what, like, high school newspapers and yearbooks are for, literally. So, I definitely also, like, predicted her being the one to sabotage the magazine, and TVH, I kind of get, like, Lucy wanting to sabotage her back and, like, get in on it, because Jenna was, like, betraying her. Jenna was, like, being the worst. So, why wouldn't Lucy want to do that? Lucy taught Jenna how to be the worst. Okay, fair. TomTom was the OG worst. Yeah, you know? she was the OG biatch or whatever it was. What did they say? Tough yeah. biatch. Six chick. Yeah, tough Great. biatch. Big time magazine editor. Tough bitch. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so despite everything with the magazine, Jenna refuses to let Matt go and hops in a cab to crash his wedding because she's actually 13 years old and thinks this is going to work. Um, she runs up to Matt's room where he's putting on his tux and she attempts to convince him that she's not the person she might have seemed to be, even though she's literally the person. And if he can see who she really is, he should marry her. 
and she thinks this is all going to work because she's 13 years old. Um, he tells her that she can't simply change the past, Glo- goes into his closet, and pulls down the homemade dollhouse that he's kept with him all the all these years. And then, like, right as the wedding is starting, Jenna walks away with the dollhouse because apparently no one's paying any attention. And while she sits, the wind blows some of the wishing dust onto her. And when she opens her eyes, she's back in 1987. She then runs out of the closet and, like, takes off her blindfold, kisses Matt, and then they run up the stairs and somehow out into 2004. I know, it's through a time jump, not time travel, but just, like, skipping, showing us stuff. And then they get married and begin their lives together in a pink house, just like the dollhouse. And I loved that this was a pink house. I Like, that was one of, like, the two times that I actually laughed out loud. Um, also, security at this, like, suburb wedding is very lax. But she had to, like, steal a potted plant to get in. But, like, then she's just going to walk the ground. of her I think. ex-neighbor's hat. What? I thought okay, it was it, I mean, like, she... It was, like, a centerpiece or something. Like, okay. it was, like, a big thing that she was carrying around to, like, get in, like, yeah. unnoticed. And then, like, once she gave up, she was, like, fuck it. And then she's, like, walking around totally unnoticed with this giant dollhouse, like, so weird yeah like i'd be like get this bitch out of here like i think at that point the fiance does not need to be nice anymore be like get this bitch out of here i'm done yeah (sighs) sorry um yeah no it's it's also just insane to me and like only a 13 year old would think this way that like someone's about to literally marry someone like not a decision that people take lightly um and like marry them for the rest of their lives and oh look at that one person walks in and talks for a second thinks they can change that like no that's of course that's not gonna work yeah obviously if you're gonna like attempt a stunt like this like maybe don't do it on the wedding day like if you like genuinely felt strong feelings like this and you like had to get it out there you probably should have addressed this in the week or two leading up to the wedding like you had several chances and you just like kind of like let it not happen so it's like this is 100% your fault and you no longer have the right or or you know you you do not have the right to do this anymore like that's fucking crazy yeah no 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 um once you get to a certain point it's like just let the wedding happen and like let them get a divorce if that's the situation it's very what's that taylor swift song that's um i i like can't why can i not think of the name um she walks down the aisle like a pageant queen do you know the song and it's like the whole thing is what is the song called oh my god hold on oh speak now yeah she literally named an album after it and i couldn't come up with the name um cool it's very it's very speak now yeah thank god they didn't make it like super dramatic in that like she barges into the wedding halfway through and he's just like this crazy bitch yeah a la shrek as well um also like thank god he didn't go for it like yeah yeah but like i like that it kind of like facilitated her getting home you know like she had to like learn this lesson that like you have to accept the consequences of your actions and then she got to like change them like i thought it kind of like tied in nicely yeah like he said no you have to own up to what you did this is your life and then she gets to like yeah go back it this didn't is, just get to be perfect without having to like go back and fix all of her shit 
yeah, this is one diddle that can be undid, Home Skillet, and it is undid by, like, the wishing dust, which apparently doesn't expire, like, even in 2004, 17 years later, like, uh, this is the Twinkie of magic, I guess, and, like, it just <laughs> doesn't expire at all. You know, if that was the only plot hole in this movie. Okay. Um, another plot hole, uh, the year that Wishing Dust was manufactured, I bet so many people won the lottery. Yeah, that would have been a better <laughs> use of her Wishing Dust, honestly, but... No, absolutely. You know, Mark, Mark Ruffalo is a good get, I guess. It's whatever. Um, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I digress. So that's the end of the movie. She's fine. She lives happily ever after, I guess. Or at least she lives happily ever until 2004. So. Yeah, they do all right. Yeah, they're fine. It seems. Suburbs, you know, I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, cute. I have, in, in our overall comments section, I have a question for you, and I hope that you've seen this and mm-hmm. thought about it. Um, yeah, yeah, my, I did see it. Great. My question is, what would 13-year-old you say if she woke up in your current age body? And, like, in your life? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when I was thinking about this when I saw it earlier, I was like, wow, I would be so disappointed. <laughs> I'd be like, what have you done? No, same. Um, I don't know. I think because 13-year-old me was, like, so, so ambitious. Um, I I think she'd be like, why aren't you a doctor? Or, like, something like that. She'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, come yeah. on. Um, yeah, I, I think she would be angry yeah. at me. But me I, too. So yeah. I get it. <laughs> I feel the same way. I I don't know. I think the 13-year-old me would be, like, disappointed at first. But, like, but then once we, like, get out into the world, I think she would be fine. But, like, I don't know. I think being, like, living in L.A. and stuff like that, I feel like she'd be cool with it. Like, I feel like 13-year-old Miranda would be much more excited about, like, living in L.A. than, like, current age Miranda is. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think she'd be fine. I don't know. I think she'd be like, oh, okay, great. How do I live life and, like, be a not terrible person she wouldn't know she'd have no idea well i'm glad one of us came out of this smelling like roses but my question my next question is what would you say (laughs) if you current age woke up in your 13 year old body like knowing all that you do now oh that'd be so awesome that would be great okay Um, honestly i agree like that would be the best yeah, I mean, I have, like, some some rough times, like, like, 16 to, like, 18 or so. Like, those were, like, some difficult years in my life. But, I mean, mm. they were also, like, I also had a lot of fun then, too. Like, yeah, we had some, like, really fun times along with, like, there was, like, a lot of, like, turmoil, like, in my family and things like that. But, you know, I, knowing what I know now... I would do things so differently, you know, like I would like change, I would fix all my mistakes, you know, and I think that, I mean, that would be great. That would be fucking awesome. (laughs) Kind of like what she does. Like she basically goes back and she fixes all of her screw ups, which like for her, it's more like her personality. Like she became a person that she like doesn't like, or like for me, it's not that I don't like myself, but it's just like they're. I've made mistakes that looking back on it have like 
made things take longer that I wanted to do and like career and travel and you know like certain things that like I really mm-hmm. wanted to do a certain way that I didn't and I would go back and do them that way so yeah like, I'd also think, like invest in Facebook you know what I mean for sure I would <laughs> yeah I would make some really good investments yeah I'd be like oh bitcoin you guys have no idea um yeah 2008 would not be a bad year for me I would definitely short some of these uh some some you know whatever I mean 2008 not a great year to get into the stock market <laughs> no but like but like I, buy low if, sell high you know well yeah and you can short the um you can short the stock this you can short the whatever they called the the mortgages sure. thing. So like there were some oh, people who you made would, a shitload of money. You would get on the big short. You would get yeah, in exactly. On it. Okay. That would be me. Smart. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I think that that's you know an interesting interesting question that I wanted to to ask. Who is yeah. your character to keep an eye on? Speaking of interesting questions, character to keep an eye on. I'm gonna go ahead and say. Whatever the name of Matt's fiance was, I don't remember what her <laughs> name was, but like I kind of feel bad for her because like Jenna treats her like shit, and she's nothing but nice. So yeah, I feel I'm keep an eye on her. I'm gonna go with Becky, who's like the 13 year old <laughs> that she befriends, because I feel like she That's was just like one. fine, like she was living her life. She was like being smart and taking the advice of the older, wiser, quote unquote, person. Yeah, I was um, say, not so much, but so yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna go with. And what is what's your rating here? Um, how are you feeling? Uh, I can go first. Yeah, I don't have. Uh, yeah, you go first. Okay, I need to see like my other ratings. Sorry. Here's my thing, and honestly, like. It's pretty much my, like, default at this point that this is what I rate movies. It's it's a 3.5 from me. Like, it's it's not stellar. It's not horrible. It's just, like, middle of the road. Am I going to watch it again? No. But, yeah. Okay. I'm going to give it a 3. Because, okay. like, kind of the same same reasoning as as yours, but, like... I I didn't I think for me like a three is the same as your three point five. So <laughs> Okay. But like even though I'm I haven't like, given I'm, anything a five and you have. But like I gave Monsters Inc. a three. And like this is about in that area. So yeah. like in I gave Ratatouille a three point five. So like it's not as good as that, but like, you know. It's yeah. fine. Same as same as Smart House. I gave it a three. So like it's like in that in that vein for sure. Okay. Cool. So Perfect. Um, that's all we have to talk about, but we will be telling you what we're talking about next week. But first, um just want to tell you where you can find us. Our website is at tbtamp.com and that's everything that you need to know about us you can find like all of our other links there so like if you don't hear anything else just like go to tbtamp.com you can find me on twitter and instagram at miranda johnson m-a-r-a-n-d-a-j-o-h-n-z-o-n and you can find me olivia at mac is cheesy that's m-a-c-k is cheesy on both twitter and instagram and uh if you want to 
let us know how you feel about the podcast. Feel free to email us at tbtamp at gmail.com. Be sure to scroll to the bottom of your Apple Podcast app. Give us five stars. Leave us a review if you'd like. We would really appreciate it, and it helps so much. We would love it. Please, please, thank you. Please and thank you. And then also, always helps, tell a friend post it on Facebook, put it on your Instagram story that you're listening, like so many different options, tag a friend in one of our posts on Instagram. Like there's so many ways to share the joy that is TBT. Um, and we hope you do that. Perfect. And next week we have a special episode coming yes. up. We have our top 10. Um, so it's like a like you said, a TBT of the TBT. So we're going to go back through. We've done 50 movies now that we've watched. and Crazy. Um, we have rewatched and reviewed and recapped for you, the listener. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go back through our ratings, see what our rating, uh, our top 10 movies are, kind of discuss, maybe change, see. We're going to, like, kind of aggregate, I guess you could say. We're going to, like, figure out if we still feel that way, I guess yeah. you could say. And we're going to see what our top 10 movies ended up being and if that holds up. Yeah, and if it like It'll holds up to the, how we actually feel. Because going yeah. back in my memory, I definitely have a top two in order. And I don't know if my top two are actually going to be like what I gave the highest scores because maybe I gave lots of movies 4.5s and we're just going to be sort of going through and like ranking the ones that are all sort of in our biggest like chunk of faves if that makes sense yeah. so yeah it'll be interesting to see like what the definitive first second third you know i think because yeah. i think like at least the first few um are going to be like they're not there's no ties within like the first i think three or four so that'll be interesting mm-hmm. and then also just and like, it'll be also yeah. be it's i think it'll be interesting to see like how some of these movies like go up against each other because we have like Disney Channel original movies, then we have some, like, off-the-wall ones, like, you know, Elf and Devil Wears Prada. There's no way Elf is in our top ten. But, like, to see... No, no, definitely not. But, like, to see how, like, those kind of movies compare to, like, a Johnny Tsunami, you know? Like, to see, like, how those kind of add up against each other. Yeah, and we'll also be, like, breaking ties and stuff like that. Like, if there are any ties, I feel like we should break them. Anyway, we're just going to do, like, a TBT, like, retrospective of, like, all the other movies that we've talked about so far. Um, But it'll be, like, one of our top ten list type episodes, which we've done, like, Disney Princesses, and we did... Um, top 10 Disney Channel shows, top 10 Disney Channel stars. So if like, you missed those, you should go back and listen to like, get a feel for the format. Yes, and then on October 25th, we will be dropping our Halloween-themed episode, and <laughs> we have selected the movie. Yes. I think, I feel like we've world. talked about this before, but maybe <laughs> Probably, not. but like, you know, just in case. Yeah. It's Halloween Town. Yay! Yay. <laughs> yeah. So wow. last year was Hocus Pocus. This year it's going to be Halloween Town. I'm excited. I'm excited. And Halloween Town is actually super easy to watch. You can watch it on, um, I think it's like Disney.go.com maybe, but it's like the Disney Channel app. So it's available on like mm-hmm. all streaming TV, um, like all the streaming services that are like on your TV if you have a smart TV. And, like, just your desktop and, like, your phone, I think. Like, it's just the Disney Channel, Mm -hmm. like, app. You can literally find it. 
So yeah, I'm cautiously that. optimistic, but we'll see. Same, but like I was also a little this optimistic about Hocus Pocus, and like it wasn't. Spoiler alert! wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't great. But yeah, also go back and listen to where Hocus Pocus yeah. episode. If you just want to like get in the extra spooky mood. Yeah, spooky, spooky. All right. Um, so yes. So see you next week. See you next week, whenever that is. See you next (laughs) Tuesday, Thursday, one of those days. One of them. Bye.